right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Radio Vision episode six. It's a late night episode. We got a special guest. We can't wait to dive in. This is our in review series from Radiovania about Batman the Animated Series, uh, where we're talking about all things television. It's me, John Swansong Parker. I'm hanging out with my boy Zach, humanitarian Zach. How's it going? Hey, it's going well, John. Thank you for introducing me. It's great to be here. I'm excited to talk about Batman tonight. Me too. And uh, he would cry tears if he had any tears left to shed. We got Uncle Cal on the on the phone. What's up, Cal? No tears left. <laughs> His tears have just started to ooze out his whiskey. He rebottles it and saves it for another time. I might start crying by the end of this uh, pod. Well, this is going to be a great episode. We've been waiting for a little while to make sure that we could do this properly because this is a big episode of Batman the Animated Series to talk about. Um, but before we begin, just a quick reminder, Radio Vision is a subset of Radiovania. And if you want to listen to our other podcasts, head to Radiovania.com. Check out Radiovania show on Instagram or Radiovania on Twitter. And you can send any questions, comments, or concerns to us and Cal at Radiovision at gmail.com. Let us know which one of us Mary fuck kill between me, Zach, and Cal. <laughs> that's the easiest that's the easiest answer in the history of television. Yeah, we killed me. No, it's gonna be they wanna fuck the 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 Parker the Parker Smith combo. They're gonna they're gonna leave me to the wolves. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> we give them the red rose special. <laughs> I don't know if viewers related to one of us, so <laughs> that's a good point. Anyway, we're not actually gonna do that. Please don't send us those. Um but today we're talking about a very, very important episode of Batman, the animated series in his Heart of Ice from nineteen ninety two. Uh, Heart of Ice was written by Paul Dini, a Batman superstar writer, uh, creator of Harley yeah. Quinn and others. You, you raising a glass to Dini? Dini. The Dini. My boy. And this was directed by Bruce Tim. This is their first um, one-two punch combo between those two who were co-creators of the show. Um, before we kind of dive in... What we normally do on this version of the show, Cal, is we talk a little bit about some of the production as well as giving a brief plot summary. So even though you just watched the show, we're going to summarize it for the listeners. But all of us have seen this going into this episode. This is arguably one of the most popular episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Do you guys remember the first time that you saw it? The first time that I remember watching it the whole way through Cognit like uh not like just having it on in the background or maybe <clears throat> seeing it as a kid was seeing it in austin texas with you guys so yes that was the first time i remember watching it all the what? way. what like a couple months ago yeah i have failed you as your friend i can't believe this has happened for so many years no yeah. well it was uh you know i i don't remember watching it during like the broadcast but i know they included this episode like on the the sony playstation disc that came with the the playstation one and uh so watch the wow. it over and over again from that disc it was always like for some reason we always said that the demo disc in the in the playstation first i think for me um i remember watching this i didn't i didn't catch it um when it first came out obviously because i was not alive but i do remember taping it just you guys wrote. remember you guys remember taping things? So I remember having this like on a tape with like an episode of Scooby Doo or something that we ripped off of a a kid's WB Saturday morning or something like that. So I've seen the, I've seen this episode 
north of a hundred times, I think. Like it's a lot. So out of every single episode of television across every show that I can recall that I've seen, this is probably the one that I've seen the most, which is pretty wild wow. to think about. Wow. So, wow. Big fan. Um so Zach, you have the doc open. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our title card watch like we normally do. At the beginning of every Batman the Animated Series episode, they they give the title yeah. with these wonderful animations. This has to be the the one of the best ones we've had so far with yeah. the, the black drop, with the snowflakes. Just says Heart of Ice in that Art Deco font. Good stuff. I think it's very good stuff. You put title card watch 10 out of 10. I don't know if I'd agree with the 10 out of 10. I would say <laughs> it's very solid. Uh, it's very beautiful. I mean, obviously, with the animation of the snow falling, it's very, very cool. But uh, I think we've seen better title cards so far. Yeah. Um, I think the you know, love the Art Deco font. Love the vibe of it, especially with the snowflakes falling. But um, I wouldn't give this a 10 out of 10, personally. Okay. There's no, like, art to it behind it. It's first... just a cool, ta- it's cool font with snowflakes. That's the it. The first zag of the pod goes to Zach. As he goes against the grain. Well, what, what would you give it? Nine point yeah. five. <laughs> Nine point me, 9. me. Nine. I'd give it like an eight five, probably. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, it's acceptable. Mister Freeze will be having some words with you later. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't go to sleep. I'm just saying. Huh? Don't go to sleep. Freeze is coming for you. He's he's gonna get you. All right. I'm gonna give us our bleat. Our, uh, a brief plot synopsis, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what we like about the episode, a little bit of the production, as well as the accolades involved with it. So stay tuned. Here's our two-minute recap. <clears throat> Mr. Freeze monologues to a small dancing snow globe of his wife, declaring that he will avenge her. Sleazebag Ferris Boyle, played by Mark Hamill, claims that recent thefts from his company, Golf Corp, the people company, are outrageous, and whoever is doing them should work things out civilly. Batman analyzes the stolen parts using a bat computer and determines that once they are combined with one other piece, they can create a massive freezing-capable weapon. Freeze's gang steals the final piece, but in a confrontation with Batman, one of the goons has his legs frozen. The heartless Freeze commands his crew to leave him behind so that they can escape. Batman rescues Johnny the goon and takes him back to the Batcave, where he's able to save the goon but has caught himself a cold. Bruce meets with Ferris Boyle about the local goth corp woes, and Ferris reveals that a former employee could only be the suspect, a scientist who was, quote, wasting his money, unquote, on personal experiences. Boyle claims that this scientist and his wife died in an explosion a year ago. Batman finds an old newspaper clipping about the explosion, but it is not descriptive enough, so Alfred gives him some chicken soup before Batman heads off into the night, saying, quote, it is the only way to fight a cold. Uh, he sneaks into the Goth Corp files and finds the tape labeled Freeze. On the tape, we find that Victor cryogenically froze his wife, who had an inoperable disease, and Ferris bursts in and pulls the plug at the last minute. He kicks Victor into a table of freezing coolants, and Victor cries out to Nora as he collapses by her side. Batman is captured by Freeze and hears his side of the tale. Then he breaks out Luke Skywalker style and heads off to Freeze uh, to front him off at the Humanitarian Gala. Freeze seals the building in ice and then confronts Boyle. Before Freeze can finish the job, Batman jumps in. Batman gets his ass kicked until he smashes the thermos of chicken soup on Freeze's helmet. Batman then gives the tape of Ferris Boyle's crimes to the press so that Victor can at least have justice. In Arkham, Victor speaks to Nora's globe as an icy tear rolls down his face. That is our synopsis for Heart of Ice. Was the, was 
woman he handed the tape off to, was she the reporter from the beginning of the episode? Yeah, that's uh, Summer Gleason, okay. who is a reoccurring character in the show. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go to Zach first. Zach, what are your thoughts on Heart of Ice? Uh, I mean, it's a great installment in this show. <laughs> yeah, it's a great episode. I mean, um, you guys love this episode. I love Mr. Freeze as a character. I think he's very, very cool. I think that, you know, I love the concept of Freeze. I love the concept of, you know, him being such a conflicted character with the whole the aspect of his wife having, a, a, you know, an uncurable disease and trying to cement the past in in the present with the whole in, in it, it works very nicely with his powers of, you know, manipulating ice, manipulating cold temperatures. So I, I don't know. It's a very poignant episode. It's a very cool episode. I really, really like it a lot. Um, I'm not sure if I'm like as high as you guys are on this singular episode on it um i think that it has some beautiful moments um but i think that there's a lot of like forgive me there's a lot of talking in this episode and a whole not a whole lot of um engaging batman action uh which isn't you know which is cool because you know I like that this show is able to do certain things. They're able to take risks, and some of that risk is able to, you know. He has a cold the whole time. What do you yeah. mean? There's not an autumn engaging action. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But like, I, I don't know. I think it's a really, really well made episode. I think that the monologue, obviously, Freeze is the is the standout. Like his vocal performance is just so enticing. The monologue that he gives to Batman, talking about his wife, is great, and the the whole ending sequence of him in the prison is fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a great episode. Yeah. No, Yeah. Michael on Sarah, uh, is the voice actor for Mr. Freeze in this episode. I think he's fucking great. Um, Zach, did you know that this version of Mr. Freeze's origin story was created in this show before this, he was just a guy with a cold gun. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I I would assume that a lot of the uh, the animated series gave a little bit more fleshed out background to some characters that maybe were just bank robbers sure. <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that at all. Yeah. So what we know of as Mr. Freeze and his motivations going forward was all created by Paul Dini for this, who was like, we have this D level character from the old Silver Age Batman comics. I mean, even in the Adam West show, Mr. Freeze is is so ridiculous. Um. <laughs> But adding adding this like, you know, it's kind of like Sandman in in the third Spider-Man movie a little bit, too, where it's like he's got like this ulterior motive that isn't necessarily rooted in crime. Right. Um, I think it's quite touching. Cal, what are what are your thoughts on the episode? No, I mean, that's it. It's uh, this, this established Mr. Freeze as a character that we liked. Right. It wasn't like it, he was very two dimensional before this really brought it out. Um, Paul Dini set like you know started he had Harley then he established Mr. Freeze he he really set a tone for the backstories for these characters and made them who they are you know um, yeah. so it's just a I can't say enough about this episode because it was it was the first time like really looking at it and going like, oh Mr. Freeze is actually a really badass villain this is great and uh he went through quite the transformation from the weight loss in this episode too, from when he was a, you know, working <laughs> and when he's like got that tiny little waist from working out in the freeze gym. 
but um, <laughs> you know, I yeah, I mean that's it. I think it's just a, it's a it's a perfect way to set up a backstory for him, and it, it just did wonders for where that character's gone through the video games as well, and just where it's taken him. Yep. Yeah, Paul Dini is is the scriptwriter for the Arkham video games. Uh, so the fact that Mr. Freeze plays a notable role in Arkham City is obviously a big homage to his own work, which I think when you've been as influential on Batman as as, as Paul Dini has, you definitely get to be able to uh, throw your own shit in there if you want. I think that's totally fine. Um, one of the things that I really find quite moving is the uh the tape right so the tape that batman finds where mark hamill is playing like this shitty ass businessman who is all about turning profits right that tape is is so freaking sad and like the um like you think about images that never really leave your mind and stuff like that and it's the the hand reaching up and like trying to touch the nora tank as he's like freezing right and it's like shaking its way down that shit is awesome and it's just so sad like i don't know it's it's a cartoon right like we're, this is a fucking kids cartoon but and they're, they're able to make us care about a, a essentially like an ice robot man remember they played this in prime time this wasn't played like for kids during the day yeah. this, this cartoon was played it wasn't it didn't you know they 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 aired it more for adults yeah. Yeah. Do you have a uh, Mr. Host of the podcast? Do you have trivia on the um, this? This is one of the first episodes of this show to win an Emmy, correct? Yep. This is um. so this is this is one of a few Emmy winners. It won for outstanding writing in an animated program. Um, there are a couple others that win, but this is the only one that's won for writing, I believe. Um, this is the first appearance of Nora Freeze as a character, also then creating Mr. Freeze's backstory for comics and games going forward. Uh, Michael and Sarah voices Mr. Freeze, as I had mentioned before. Uh, he's only in a few episodes in one uh, direct-to-video movie, Batman Sub-Zero, which spun out of the popularity of the character from this and a couple other episodes. Um, we will be talking about that on this show. It's really fun. You have not seen that, right, Zach? Never seen Sub Zero. Yeah. Cal, have you seen Sub Zero? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I brought. Was that one of the DVD movies that I bought that you got all upset at me because I didn't give you when you were a kid? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I had it on VHS as a kid, but thank you. Uh, yeah. That was just the. I think that was just the, the volumes of them, right? Okay. I didn't have them. Like the Batwoman or something, too. And yeah, I guess that one's canon, but yeah. we'll see. Um, and then Wizard Magazine. You guys remember Wizard Magazine? They, yeah. back in the day, dubbed this as the best episode of Batman. The animated series, 10 wow. years after the show came out. Um, we will f talk about that in a little bit. Cal, we've been ranking all of the episodes as we work our way through the show. So we'll get to tell you where we're at so far when we get to that moment. Um, but does everyone have a favorite moment or image of the episode on hand? That you could think of i i love the intro just with freeze talking where you hear his voice for the first time that's just uh it's yeah. so you want to give us a little bit you ready to go no i i, I don't have it down sorry 
This is how I'll always remember you. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Revenge is a Dish Best Served Cold was later, yeah. but it wasn't in the beginning, right? No, it is that it is at the beginning, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I watched it, too. <laughs> yeah. Zach, what about you? I really like the the end of the episode, like him in the jail cell, like pulling up the box on the fine on like the snow globe and talking about, you know, how I always think of how I always think of it's Maria, right? Is is Nora's wife? Nora, that's right. Yeah, I always think of Nora. Um, I just think it's a really cool ending. Um, very ominous ending too. I I like this a lot in the same way that I liked uh, the Poison Ivy episode where the end of that episode is also her in jail, also kind of talking about things talking that are plant. happening yeah. and talking to a plant. <laughs> yeah, this this one ends with him in the jail talking to a snow globe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really like that shot. I really think it's really great dialogue, and it's a good way to close out the episode as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I already talked about the tape earlier. One of my favorite parts, I think we got to mention it, I love the chicken soup thing. I don't care if it's like a... A gag. That is such. I don't know. I think that that's great when he just, he just smashes the thermos on the cold helmet. And um, I, I thought about the only it, like, way to fight a cold in the COVID times too. Like Bruce going to see um, what's his name at the Goth Corp, and then he's like, oh, yeah, Boyle. He's in the whole time, like not even covering his like nose, and like. Rah, rah. Yeah, like, yeah. Post COVID, the uh, the hygiene from Bruce Wayne, he's like, achoo! he's like full on sneezing in the guy's office. Yeah, that's a good that's a good catch. All right, um, before we rank this episode, I have an exercise for you guys. Okay. Um, if you were to make Heart of Ice into a movie, and you can pull in any pre existing Batman actors or recast them as your own who would you like to see as the big roles in this episode which would be batman mr freeze and ferris boyle and i guess nora as well but she won't have any speaking lines Hmm. so we've talked about this before but i do think there's a legitimate chance that the batman sequel matt reeves batman sequel will have freeze in it because that's been a character that people have been asking about for a long time and it does make sense with the flooding of gotham that you could do something very clever with you know a winter time sort of story you have a lot of water in gotham the streets are flooded you have that being able to be freeze frozen over um who would i like to see as freeze though They've been going, they've been skewing younger, which is interesting to me because they have Paul Dano playing Riddler and then they have Barry Keegan playing the Riddler or the Joker. So it's like they probably want to skew younger for a Riddler as, or for a uh, Mr. Freeze as well. But I think some, I'm going to lose it. I'm not going to say Chalamet, but I do think someone like a Fastbender would be a really great okay. Mr. Freeze. Uh, I can get down with that. He just, he just owns Magneto. How old is Fastbender? Late thirties, probably. Really? Forties. He's probably in his forties. Do you think so? Let me look it up. So you want to keep the Batman cast and just throw Michael Fastbender in there for this scenario? Yeah, yeah. My hope is that they would just do because I don't think you need to. I I wouldn't want to see like a whole new rebooted thing just to do a freeze movie. Like I I I like 
Pattinson's Batman. I liked the Batman quite a bit. I thought it was one of the better, you know, Batman He's 45. movies. 45. Okay. So then, yeah, that makes sense, too. I mean, like, late, like, early 40s, like, he could totally have, you can imagine him having a wife. He's had, like, you know, issues with all of that. And, like, it hurt. She, Jennifer she's Lawrence frozen. is playing Nora. No. God, no. Please. No. <laughs> she was already frozen in that one space movie, right? Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. With Chris Pratt? Yeah, Chris Pratt could be Mr. Freeze. We could just cut. No. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> veto, veto, veto. <laughs> Mm. All right. I like Zach's very practical approach for the dream exercise, but you know, that sounds so you want you're you're wanting Rob Pat to face down against Michael Fassbender. And I don't think anyone says no to that. So I think that sounds great. You have a you have a casting for Ferris Boyle, who's a really skeezy businessman actor. Um not off the top of my head, to be quite honest with you. I'm I'm trying to think of like Maybe like a uh, Succession's big right now, so maybe like a Kieran Culkin would be oh, okay. Would be okay in that role. The kid who wets the bed in Home Alone, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Um, <laughs> Fuller wets he wets the bed. Okay. Uh, maybe an Adam Scott too. I'm thinking Succession. Adam Scott would be good. Uh, or what? Not Succession. What's the other show that I'm thinking of? Severance. Severance, yes, thank you. Yeah, Adam Scott could be a good sleazy businessman as well. Sure. I'm yeah. thinking like the Mandalorian, and you just bring Mark Hamill as the animate. He was the voice, and just like bring it. <laughs> that would be cool. I actually think Mark Hamill could just do it. You know, as a, as an older businessman, the one that I thought of immediately was John Hamm. I thought John Hamm would be a great Ferris Boyle. Because the thing about John Hamm is, and John Hamm, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, I love the town. Shout out to you. This is the not fucking around crew. But he has this look on his face where you're like, he can get it done, but man, that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> like you, you just know there's something going on there. Um, yeah. So that that's where I went, and I, you know. I like Zach's placement of just recasting it. In my dream scenario, I want to see Michael Keaton smash chicken soup across Mr. Freeze's head. And I want my Mr. Freeze to be Ray Fiennes. Mm, wow. Yeah. That would be awesome. Really? You want Michael Keaton in there, huh? Yeah. Because, you, you know, you can see, like, Alfred bringing him the soup. You know, he's in the turtleneck sneezing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he did just get paid two million dollars to be in a movie that's never going to be released. So exactly. So we got to get him on screen somehow. But Cal, you got any? I don't know. I went to Val Kilmer at first, too. I was like, mm, I'd like to see me some Val Kilmer back in the cowl. OK, I like <laughs> I like I like the kiln. You know, ever since that documentary on him, I'm I'm just uh Got a soft spot for anything about Kilmer these days, but you know, I'm trying to think of who the good, who would be good as Nora. Uh, if you're doing Val Kilmer, just get Nicole Kidman. There you go. Yeah, Chase Meridian. Yeah, <laughs> Chase Meridian, the horniest character in all of Batman. <laughs> yeah, I think Kidman would be would actually be really good. Um, 
to just lay in the tube and be frozen. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a good paycheck for her. You know, she'd be like, "All right, this is a great idea." Or uh, <laughs> what if Paltrow action just freeze her in the the tube? You don't have to talk. Don't just say actually. <laughs> just act like the cold hearted bitch you are. <laughs> what about um, Heather Graham? Oh, Heather Graham. Oh. So here's the thing. If it's Heather Graham, you would understand why Freeze is throwing it all away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's oh, throwing. Yeah. He's throwing all the science at her to try I'd to get throw, her back. I'd throw to my life. whole life away for Heather Graham. Yeah. You would. Li- you would exist in a sub-zero temperature lifestyle, living in a suit, just to get the chance to to see her alive again. She's a nice lady. <laughs> Jade. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Of course they do annulments. Breaks my heart. <laughs> oh, shout out to Eddie, our favorite. Eddie. <laughs> <Hi>. Eddie. <laughs> All right. Well, let's bring this creaky plane to a landing here. Um, we got to rank this bad boy. So That's Zach right. has already expressed that he likes the episode, but he doesn't love it. So that leads no. me to want to see where we place this thing. But first, Zach, are you able to read the rankings for Cal and our audience, please. Yes, I will read the rankings. I'll also say I do love this episode. I just don't think I'm as high on it as you guys. I think you guys have a lot more nostalgia built into this, um, where I do not. But I will say that I do think it's one of the top-tier episodes. But that being said, uh, shall I go from worst to best or best to worst? Dealer's choice. Okay, so we're going to go worst to best. So this is Batman the Animated Series ranked as we have it so far. Number 13, The Underdwellers. Number 12, The Forgotten. Number 11, I've got Batman in my basement. Number 10, it's never too late. Number 9, be a clown. Number 8, on leather wings. Number 7, POV. Number 6, the last laugh. Number 5, Two-Face Part 2. Number 4, Pretty Poison. Number 3, Nothing to Fear. Number 2, Christmas with the Joker. And number 1, Two-Face Part 1. Pretty unassailable list. Produced this on myself. All right, so <clears throat> I think this needs to be number one. <laughs> Will it stay there throughout the entire run of the show? Maybe, but I'm not entirely sure. There are some episodes later on. We haven't gotten to like Rachel Ghoul or Clayface or some of the other villains that show up that have some pretty pretty solid episodes. But this episode is is pretty top tier in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's close though. Two Face Part One, after Zach and I rewatched it for this pod, is a really, really good episode of television. It's actually very, very haunting. And I was looking on IGN, and they actually had a whole article where they were comparing what was a better installment in Batman. Was it the Two Face Two Parter or was it Heart of Ice? Which I thought was pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. we're in pretty good company already. But yeah, I would, I would be remiss if I didn't express that I think it needs to be ranked number one. Agreed. But I haven't gone back and watched all of them, so still my most watched episode of uh, the series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've already entered it in at number one. I personally would put this below Christmas with the Joker. You I think I enjoyed third? Yeah. Really? Third? I like Christmas with the jo- Christmas with the Joker is fucking awesome. Um, no, it is awesome. It's really funny, and it's got some cool action set pieces in it, and uh, it's very, you know, I really, really like it. I think that Two-Face, Two-Face Part 1 is still my favorite episode of 
the animated series. Make but. your case for Two Face Part One. I don't know. I just like Two Face the character. I like the the crime drama that's within there. I like the the climactic ending, the cliffhanger that it leaves it on. Um, just really really cool. I don't know. All right, so so you you're clearly not as like super into it. What is it? Do you think that people really like about it that they want to put it number one? I think it's just more Heart of Ice. Uh, why I and I agree that it goes at number one based on the rankings that we have here, and you know, just you know, it's just a personal preference about which ones I would like to watch more sure. at this current moment. But Heart of Ice is definitely the most mature episode we've had so far, um, where it is very streamlined. It's it's all character focused. There's not really any big action set piece. It's really just about you know learning about the history of this guy. Um, that being said, for the animated series, I just really, I really like Two Face. I really like that episode, uh, and I just, you know, I'm a sucker for the Joker. And I thought that Christmas of the Joker is just a really fun episode where there's a lot of really great moments and and funny quips that you can come away with, and a lot of jokes that I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I mean, even though I personally would put it lower, I think that Heart of Ice deserves the number one seed for sure. No. If you throw Mask of the Phantasm in there, where do you oh. rank? We will at some point. We it's will throw be it tough in there because that's a feature-length film. Yeah, um, that's tough. But it's, I mean, yeah, that's the best. It just is. It is it's just the it's best. the best Batman movie ever. So it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean that that's gonna have to have its own little asterisk when we do rank yeah, it. Yeah, Kyle, because, you coming yeah. back for Phantasm? Heck yeah! All right, cool. We'll start scheduling a week or two out. Make sure we make sure we lock that down. Do we want to? Here's a crazy idea. Do we want to do a live commentary for Phantasm? Wow. Over Thanksgiving break. That, Over, oh yeah. We, we uh, pre-record it so that whenever yeah. we get to it in the review series, it's already recorded idea. where we're in person. Love it. And we we record a commentary for for uh, Phantasm. I tell you, it's going to be ugly. What, an hour and a half of drinking straight for us? By the end of that, we're just going to be, uh, might not be pretty. Yeah. We're going to be like, you guys think Joker fucked that robot? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's pumping his loads into it? <laughs> I'm here for it, man. I think that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do something special for that. That is literally my favorite installment of Batman fiction that isn't The Long Halloween. So, good stuff. Well, all right. Well, thank you both for staying up super late uh, on this lovely Friday evening to talk about Heart of Ice. Um, We will be back. And the next episode, we are just going to do two episodes. So, Zach, for us and for those listening to prepare, we're going to watch The Cat and the Claw Part 1 and Part 2. And then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled three-episode drops um, for every episode of Radio Vision to t- round us out to season one. Yeah, yeah. And we are just going to keep on grinding this bad boy. So Can't wait. Thanks for hosting yep. this episode. Thank you, Uncle Cal, for joining us for Heart of Ice. This is a, is a pleasure. Thanks yes. for that. Round of applause for the, for the guest. Well, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Always a good time. Yeah. You missed out on the horror draft, by the way, but uh, that's uh, right. Horrors to draft. <laughs> oh, you I got movie. Alien. So. Movies, huh? Yeah. 
Alien sci-fi, it's not horror. It's de- the first one's definitely horror. first one's horror. Mm-hmm. It's a haunted house in space. 100%. It's a serial killer that comes out of your chest. So it's hunting you down. Anyway, that's Heart of Ice. <laughs> we'll catch you guys <laughs> next time. <laughs> same bad podcast. Same bad podcast feed. Thanks, everybody. Bad. The... <laughs> <laughs>